welcome everyone. Welcome to mm, Bake It Yourself. I'm joking. That's not that's not the title. I'm not that's not the title. I uh, I'm not doing that to you. I just thought it would be funny and I wanted to do the mm. Don't ask me why. I'm I'm a I'm a strange guy, what can you say? So <laughs> welcome everyone. Um Luke, would you like to tell everybody what our series is called? Because I think it'll sound better in your accent to be fair. Well, because I'm from the Midlands. Okay, I see how it is. Um, <laughs> we are the Soggy Bottoms. Yeah. It does actually sound pretty better in my accent, I agree with you. Yeah, we are the Soggy Bottoms. We are uh, bakers that feel like we know what we're doing, but we don't. Um, so most of the time it is a Soggy Bottom, which if you're American, is not what you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's going to confuse them, bless them. Uh, a Soggy Bottom, what? 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 What is that? What are you talking about? What? You need, um, to go, you need to go change your pants, sir. <laughs> Do you mean my trousers? And oh, my underpants? maybe. <laughs> to be fair, though, right? To be fair, though, we, we call underpants, underpants, underpants. So, yeah. in a way, I'm like, I get where they're coming from. But anyway, so before we sidetrack ourselves completely, which is kind of the kind of man that looks bad, you'll find this out, right? Don't come here for like a, a really straightforward review because you're not going to get one. Yeah. What this series is going to be, we're going to review every episode of the Great British Bake Off series. I think it's 13, Luke, I think. I think I wrote down uh, I think you're right. I think it is 13, which I can't believe it's been 13, like almost 13 years. Because apart from, if you're not counting the Christmas specials and a stand-up for cancer, they do one pretty much every year, don't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's quite 13 a, it's years. Quite a I was in school. God, I'm old. Yeah, but you're not. You're like six years younger than me, so, I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm 24, man, but I feel old now. <laughs> God, I was in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, will that, Where's will the been? time gone? Will I have been? No, no, I will not have been. Yeah, uni. Yeah, first year, no. Yeah, second year of uni. Oh, Jesus H. Anyway, <laughs> no, that can't be right. I don't know, I'm not good at maths. Uh, <laughs> so, the, we're going to start off and review the first episode of The Great British Bake Off, uh, 2022. Obviously, uh, not to start off with a deflation, it's it's come at a, a good time, this bake-off. I don't know what you think, Luke, because obviously the country at the minute, uh, this will come out pre, pre, either tonight or tomorrow, so it, it's it's quite recent to the episode going out. This week, obviously, we're in an official period of mourning for Queen Elizabeth II, um, so it's a, it's a very, even if it's a very strange week, um, I don't know if, uh, if you felt that, Luke, if it's like that in the Midlands, or if you're consoling yourselves with beanie pie, but it's been, a, it's, been, it's, been a, it's, well, it's been strange. To be honest, after I don't want to derail the whole thing. I don't want to get too political. But like for me, it was a shock when I heard about it. I had just finished my volunteering. I'd got home and all of a sudden, you know, the Queen passed away. It was like, I thought people were t- telling a joke. So I feel like for a lot of people, it's been confusion, you know, for, especially yeah. for the UK. Um, the UK has been a quite silent, even though we're quite open and we, we talk a lot, you know, just English, we don't shut up. Um, but it just feels that when you look out the window, the world just feels to stand still. So I feel like in a time of mourning, in a time of sadness, we need something to, to perk ourselves up and to make us a smile. So I feel like even though it's weird, it's, it's something that we need at the moment to have a, um, a, a show like Bake Off to come on and just be like help us forget for an hour or two about what's going on and just to kind of smile and look at lovely fancy cakes and just see people you know overcooking them having soggy bottoms you know it's 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 a way to, to heal and forget for a few minutes it's nice in my opinion anyway yeah absolutely it's it's, uh, it's been a very odd time and obviously the bake-off was filmed over the summer early this summer so none of it's for the people who really yeah. haven't seen it before None of it is, um, like, it's not filmed, like, week to week, so it's not like they're going to react to the Queen or anything. 
the Queen have... was a fan, though. If, sorry, if I no, 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 no. For, for what I'm read, the Queen was a fan of Bake Off, so I feel like she would happily would like wouldn't want to see the show cancelled or pushed back a week. You know, so I feel like it it was a good a good time to uh, put it out. Yeah, definitely. And for anybody who doesn't know, so because I'm thinking there might be some people listening to this who've never seen it before, the Great British Bake Off. And correct me if I'm wrong, Luke. Um, to keep it as brief as I can, it's a it's a baking show. It's very quintessentially British, full of uh, double entendres, full of bun, pun, not buns. It is full of buns. But it's it full, is full of buns. It is. I was trying to say puns. There's a there's a Freudian slip. It's full of puns. It's it's really silly. It's enjoyable. It's a nice way to spend an you know an hour or so um, if you watch it and catch up without the adverts. But it is. It's it's um, it's it's lovely to watch. Um, it's basically a, a cooking challenge show. You get how many bakers do they have at the start? It's like. I don't know. You count them off your picture. I, I can't I, remember. I, I, I we'll know, because I, I, I came prepared, right? <laughs> I, I did, one. but I've got my notes, but I haven't, like, I'll go through it. Uh, one, okay, so, yeah. Twelve. Usually it's back to twelve. Oh, you know what? I was going to say that. Anyway, right, I should just go on my a baker, Well, it makes sense. A baker's dozen, twelve, you know. Yeah. See what they fine. did there? See, it, it's weird, it's cringy, but at the same time, it's it quintessentially yeah, British. Exactly. You know, it really does, it, like, it really does rise to the occasion. Oh, Jesus, this is what it's going to be like. Um, <laughs> I, 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 part, I part cringe and I part think, yeah, I love that. Um, so, <laughs> so, we, we, we haven't got time for this. We need to get on with it. I know. I, I, sorry. We I got, just... we, we got a, we, we've got oregano. Okay, we've got a, yeah, that's I'm, I'm terrible. I've got loads written down. Oh, I, I absolutely love it when he does this. I, sorry, anyway. Oh, God. Uh, Jesus, I told you it's going to be bad, but it's, it's going to yeah. be great. Um, so, yeah, so there's there's 12 bakers. Um They've been picked. Um, the the judges are Paul Hollywood. Ah, uh, see, oh, can I say the word? My mum hates the word moist. She absolutely hates it. So I know it makes it, it it makes my plums you know cringe. <laughs> makes your plums cringe, Jesus. Yeah, uh, I didn't want to say the T word because I'm trying to keep it bake, baker friendly. But yeah, it really makes my plums cringe. It's yeah. it's one of them. So when somebody says it, you're like, oh, just don't just yeah, ugh. yeah. So we'll try and keep this. We'll keep it as as uh, as Luke said. We'll try and keep it as. Uh, oh God, I haven't even got God. Focus, Sean. Right. So the bakers are Paul Hollywood and Prue Leith. Uh, God, that's hard to say. Why is, why does my voice get a lisp when I say that? Prue Leith. No, can you say Prue Leith properly? Because I get like a lisp. Prue Leith. See, so do you. It must just be the turn. It must just be. Well, it's, it's, how, it's, it was, it's how we pronounce Leith. It does sound oh, like. Oh yeah. Probably, but how I don't do think it? it's about the same as Leith. Yeah, L E I T H. I think it's spelled. How do how do um how would people from down south say? It? Pr- uh, don't even ask oh, me I to don't, do no, it. I don't, no, I'm not, I'm yeah, not I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> oh, I've done more accents on this podcast, and honestly, than I've had than I've had at Dennis. Um, right, yeah, okay, and God, get on with it, Sean. Right, and the um, and what are they called? What are Matt Lucas and ah, oh, what's his name? The guy from the IT crowd. Uh, oh, no fielding. No fielding. What are they? Are they the hosts? Uh, entertainers. The you know? entertainers. I would say, yeah, they're the hosts. You know, they kind of yeah. keep it on like the comedy side of it all. Yeah. So it is. It's it's great. Um. So so basically, end of every week, somebody wins Star Baker, which everybody wants. Everyone wants Star Baker, and unfortunately, every week someone goes home. So um, the first challenge, they were asked to make twelve identical sandwich cakes. I don't know about you, Luke, but I noticed there's a few people with hair, really long hair, and I'm like, I hope you get that tied up 
I get it in a nice <laughs> tight hair net because I've no desire to chop down on someone's hair. Like, I don't care how how good of a baker you are. Get your hair out of the way. Get it out of my cake. So See, that, that that just shows how much of a non-proper baker I am because I wasn't focused on the hair. I was most of the fact of what what what's a sandwich cake. <laughs> for me, for me, I was like, I've never heard of a sandwich cake. Is that just a small cake? No, it's the Victoria. It's like a Victoria sponge, like uh, two cakes with something sandwiched in the middle, isn't it? Oh, I presume that's what a sandwich cake is. I'm not look because they were tiny, and I was. I'm looking at. Them, I've never seen one of those before. No, they were just because they asked for didn't they? They asked for mini sandwich cakes. So the fact, ah, that would so, make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a sandwich cake is just like a Victoria sponge with like something in the middle. Yeah. Um, it looked lovely, whatever it was. All of them did. Yeah, they did. Although I've got to say at the beginning, when I watched the um, my notes, I've got I've, uh, in my notes, like you know, at the beginning where they show they show you that little clip thing, I was thinking some of these houses look pretty rubbish. Like I was looking forward to seeing it as well. And then and then at the beginning, I don't know about you, when when Matt and Noel were like, "Oh, you've got an hour," and everyone was like, "What?" And then they were joking. I was like, "God, dude, I thought I thought God, Bearcats going hardcore this year." Absolutely. To be honest. I, I don't I I if we're going on to the hosts, I like Noel Fielding. I think Noel Fielding was a good choice from day one. Matt Lucas, he, he, for me, I just don't find him funny when on the Bake Off. I find him funny, but not on the Bake Off. I think he tries too hard. Oh, really? Oh, I think he's quite good. I don't yeah. I, I I don't find him that funny. But one thing I do want to mention that I think we we missed sometimes when the show starts, they always do a little bit of a gag at the beginning. Oh yeah. Oh. And I had to, I had to smile. And I, I after when I saw it, I messaged Sean at the same time. Um, was that the show starts with them doing a, sp- a spin-off on Star Wars? And for me, it just made me smile because it was just I love Star Wars and I love bacon, so it was like ah! <laughs> I literally made that noise. It was like ah! <laughs> you know. Um, and they had like puns, so it was like um, they were trying. I'm trying to think of what puns they made. Now there was like. Um, there was a Han Solo one, Luke half baked, and all that. It's a Luke Skywalker, and oh, it was terrible. But at the same stage, it's yeah, like, it was Prue Backer, it was Prue ba- Backer, wasn't it as well? Yeah, Prue Backer. You oh, know, right, it was one of the things, but it was like um, that's why I love the show because it's just so quintessentially silly and British. I feel like that's why a lot of Americans like it as well. It's not just for the bacon; it's just because it's incredibly British. Like only British people would do a show about bacon and then just have so many puns and jokes and weirdness in it. It's just it's something that we we do fantastically. Yeah, absolutely. And they're all in the, they're all in the tent. They're all ready to get start baking. Um. So yeah, then we start to meet we start to meet the bakers. I was going to say contestants, but they're not really. So we've got Rebs from Northern Ireland. Um. We've got Abdul Sand. You know what? Actually, I'm going to go through what what they make because I'm not going to go through them again. Rebs from Northern Ireland. So he 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 makes his sandwich cakes now. I don't know about you, I'm not a fan of hazelnut. I was like, I'm not a fan of hazelnut. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. Um, if it's in fi- something, I, I can't eat it on its own. No, no. You'll find out through this, people, that I do like baking, but I'm extremely picky. Because I realised this whilst making nuts while watching bacon. I was thinking, I don't like. I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat that. Oh, that's all right. I don't eat that. Oh, no, not that. Oh, God, no. Oh, that's no, that's what I was like all the way through. So, Abdul... Uh, because at the beginning, they kind of tell you about them and show you little clips of their life and things. Uh, Abdul doing this Lindy Hop dance thing. And then a botanical flavours. I thought, oh, God, not another one with all the flowery rubbish. Uh, putting chilli and chocolate. What do you think of chilli and chocolate, Luke? Well, 
it, it, it's authentic, if I'm being honest. Um, that's what hot, cho- what, what hot chocolate originally was back in the Aztecs. Would They put spice mixed with cocoa, and that's what hot chocolate was. It was spice. That's what made it hot. So um, chili and that sort of thing has always been in chocolate. So in a way, it's quite authentic. But again, I've tried it, and I, I'm not a fan. Like, I'm really basic when it comes to spice. I'm like, unless it's mild, like a Rogan Josh, I, I, you know, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> So I thought it was interesting, um, but one of the, the 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 fun parts of baking is the fact of it, it. I see it as a science, as a chemistry. You put two um, ingredients together and then make something else. So I feel like in his case, when he was adding spice to the chocolate, the the power of the chocolate and the sugars overdoes the spiciness and just brings out the flavour um, and brings out the colour. So I was quite interested to see his outcome. And even I think Paul said that you can taste the spice, but it's not like poignant it's not like in your face it's just lingering so i like like you at first i was a bit like "Mm, spice i don't know but then when paul started started to taste it i was like "Mm, yeah okay i can see where you're coming from so yeah i'm not a baker people but i do you know i know i know a thing or two yeah i I, i'm not a fan of chili and chocolate i mean it's just like nah not not my thing but i mean i wouldn't say no um and then we meet sandra who's like a nanny slash gym bunny um uh Kevin, who's Scottish, he's he's the music teacher. Do you remember we spoke about the guy who played like five instruments? That's Kevin. Uh and he talks about Persian cake flavours. Uh to be fair, it sounds like hell to me. I mean, nothing against Persia, but just just some of the stuff I'm like, nah, I couldn't be doing with that. You know, but I'd, I mean, I'd give it a go. See, see, this is what we're gonna get. I'm I'm very this is it couldn't sense you British. I'm very unadventurous when it comes to food. Very... I know I am. I'll get. I will give anything a go. Like as long as it's not like blood pudding or something like that. Then well, I'll, see, I'm I like. See, I like black pudding. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, it's not blood, oh, it's lo- yeah. lovely. No, it's lovely. Honestly, get it. Get it like done. Get it on a breakfast. Oh, honestly, mm. you're missing out. Forget your beanie. Get forget your beanie patties. Get a bit of black pudding in you. You'll enjoy that. Honestly. Um, nah. <laughs> see, it takes all sorts, doesn't it? Uh, we meet Mazem. Now this is the 19 year old. Um, Ah, the, the, the one that thinks she's older than she is, that sort of thing. <laughs> the one that's been baking for five years, like, what, since she was 13, mate, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and then she wants, she, she's the one who puts pistachio on again. Uh, if it's mild enough, yeah, but, it, I mean, no. Um, but I thought, to be fair, I'd give her sandwich cakes to go out, to be fair. Like, when they were talking yeah. about what, what she was making. To be fair, now I'm thinking, on, I probably should have written down what, what they're actually making, but people can go, you know, <laughs> this is just a review show. People can go and watch it if they want to. Uh, Maxi, he made um, mango. Maxi was a he, wasn't it? Oh, hold on, I've got the picture. Maxi was a lady. Oh, damn it. Okay, sorry, Maxi. Uh, which which one was Maxi? She was oh, she was a girl. <laughs> she the one with the braids in her hair. Is that Maxi? Yeah, I think she she had the braids. Yeah. Right, okay, and she makes mango and passion fruit. Uh, and I thought, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. no. See, no, this one interests me because I'm a big fan of mango and passion fruit. Oh. I've never tried it in a cake before. Uh, maybe as a topping on a cake, like uh, in, the, in the icing, but actually inside was a bit, mm. like, I'm not a fan of fruit cake, but I would give I would give this a go because I feel like with the mango and the passion fruit, I think it would be quite um, tropical, you know, so I'd like to give that a go. See, there's a story behind why. I'd, I mean, mango, yeah, I'm all for it, but the reason I don't like passion fruit, I had a very heavy night on passion fruit cocktails when I was younger. Oh. Uh, and 
it, there's nothing worse than when you're hungover and all you can taste is passion fruit. And it's put me off ever since. If I hear, if I smell it, I'm like, I get a bit gippy. I get a bit. Do, do, do you understand gippy? Does that translate down there? Yeah, I, I know. Well, I know what you mean. The, yeah. the, the, uh, the listeners might not, but I understand what you yeah, mean. Yeah, I get a bit kind nauseous. Of feel a bit, yeah. yeah, nauseous. You feel like uh, it's coming back, even though it was years ago, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, flashbacks. Um, yeah, I've not been able to stomach it ever since. Will, he goes for ginger and caramel. I thought, now you're talking. Now you're yeah, talking. Yeah, see, now, now you're at my alley. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of ginger and caramel. I'm a strawberry blonde. I'm a bit of ginger, a bit of blonde, so... I'm a bit of so, <laughs> ginger and caramel. I was like, you're speaking my language now, Matt. Oh, yeah, but then we find out how badly he does, but we'll get to that. We have uh, <laughs> James, uh, who's a nuclear scientist, and uh, Sc- another Scott, uh, another Scottish person. Um, he makes sticky toffee apple. I was like, now Lovely. you're talking as well. Yeah. And then when he was making the apple jam, I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for this. Then we met Carol from the West Country, and I, I knew straight, you can hear it in the voice. I can't do the West oh. Country accent, but it's... Oh. Right. I love Carol. One, because of her hair is amazing. Her hair is basically ripped off a bagpuss, and I love it. <laughs> right. Like, anybody, well, if, you, if you're not English and not old, you probably don't know what bagpuss is. Bagpuss was a cat, and it was uh, pink and white, right? It was a cat that, it was like an old slinky cat that lived in, like, a charity shop. I'm not going to get into it, but her hair looks exactly oh, like that. Google please... bag, yeah, Google bagpuss, right? And To be fair, we're too young cat, to know what bagpuss is. I, well, we are. Parents, well, I, I I grew up with the reruns, you know, oh, from okay. my, when I went to my grandparents' house. Yeah. Also, I'm a lover of old and animated stuff. But um, her hair looks like bagpuss, basically. For anybody British, this is hilarious. If you're American, this is probably going over your head. Yeah. Uh, but no, I love Car- I love Carol because she was just so mad and crazy. Like there was oh, a woman last year. Oh, there was a woman last year who was really mad and crazy. Oh, I can't remember. But honestly, like I loved the fact that. <laughs> they called her. I, I was gutted that like, I, this is why I'd have loved to have watched it with you if, if I could technology figure that out. But I literally, but the bit where they said, Oh, she's known back home, she's always on her allotment, she's known as Compost Carol. And I thought, <laughs> I thought, why is she dirty? Like, 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 what's I don't understand. What do you mean? Oh, um, here we go. There's Compost Carol. Oh, I know, all right, Carol, oh, covered in mud again. Yeah, yeah. Pure, okay, I see him, Carol. Pure filth. Uh, we meet uh, <laughs> we meet Tamarino, um, who's uh, oh yeah she was like a they, they kept talking about how she was a project manager I was like right he, but do you bake I couldn't I didn't quite get that then we met um, uh, Sayabira who's uh, like Malaysian I think a family of Malaysian and then she was making these caramel bombs I was thinking oh that sounds good. That sounds really well, yeah, nice. she, yeah, she made the little sweets. Or is that is that this one? Or is that the next one? She made those tiny little sweets. I think that was this bit, yeah. I think so. Oh, oh they, they look gorgeous. They did. Because especially when Luke, um, Matt Lucas bit into one, and you could just, it looked like jelly, but it looked really sweet and limey. I was like, oh, God, that looks gorgeous. Yeah, it did. Um, then we met, um, oh, my notes have scrolled up. Then we met uh, Janus, who um, is, his family are Polish. Well, he's Polish, lives here now. Um, and he made like a black forest type thing. It was like cherries and like liqueur. It's boozy as hell. Um, and that, that his, his ingredients, like what he chose all the way through, I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I want your bacon. Um, and then I, I mean, did you feel like you say you much of a, uh, there are cherries in it. So I thought you'd, you know, you're quite a cherry pie person. I, aren't you? I like cherries. I don't like black forest getter. It's, it's, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, it's, 
my dad loves it. My dad can sit and eat a whole cake to himself. But me, I, it's, I, I don't know what it is. I just can't eat it. It's, it's just, it's the, it's the booze mixed in with the, um, the uh, dark chocolate. And to me, uh, I don't like the consistency. Right. So do you not look at me. Look at me using big fancy words. <laughs> uh, so do you not? Um, sorry if you can hear any background noise. Uh, no, that's you, fine. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. So do you not do like? Do you not do booze? Do you like? Is that do you, do you go against that in cooking? Or? No, 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 no. Like for example, uh, we're going we're going away from baking at the moment. We're going into like pie making, uh, of course. Um, like if it's an Aberdeen Angus or if it's like a, a bourguignon, I love a, I love bourguignon, which is not really a pie. It's more of a, like a meat sort of whiny sort of it's, dish. With I'll potatoes. tell you what it is. This is this is where my part of the north. You can tell Luke's from the Midlands. In the oh, north, I love bourguignon. It's no, it's a basically for anybody listening, and I think this will translate across the pond as well. It's basically a posh beef stew. That's all it is. Yeah, it's beef that's, stew that's with a bit of wine glugged in it. Yeah, um, but I. I I don't mind when alcohol is put into sort of food because a lot of the time the heat and a lot of the, usually with meat it kind of evaporates into the food and it's more flavour than actual alcohol. So by all that means, I happily eat it there. But when it's in cake, I'm a bit like, you've ruined it. You know, you've just well, it is the alcohol depends on how much you put in. I feel like it overpowers the the rest of the flavours because how powerful strong al- alcohol is, well, especially what alcohol you end up using. And it, a lot of people have done that in the past and made the mistakes with Bake Off. Uh, if can't you remember it, many times. Oh yeah, we get series they put too we? much in. Yeah, they yeah, put too no many in. Paul Hollywood's like, whoa, I'm going to be on my feet. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah def- I mean, then we get um, Mazem. Uh, she, oh my god, she has an absolute mare, doesn't she? Uh, yeah. No, like no, <laughs> the bit where she said, "Oh, I'm just hoping the buttercream will cover it." I'm like, "No buttercream in the world's covering that last. Like that's a mess." Um, it was, and, and she curdled the cream. I was like, "Like, that, there's no pun in that." She literally curdled the cream. She knacked it up. That, uh, that cream was well and truly whipped. Oh, it was. It was all curdled and oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it, um, it wasn't good. And then Will Will had an absolute disaster as well. Uh, oh, he, a little Willow one. Oh, he split his buttercream twice. I'm like, it's buttercream, it's sugar and butter. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but you should be able to make that if you're getting to the standard bake-off. To be honest, I felt sorry for William because, like, he like, he just had so many moments in this one in this one um, task at the beginning. Well, like, you could tell that he felt like he was over his head. Like, he knew what he was doing, but he just couldn't put it to like he just couldn't do it. And I felt so sorry for him in, in this one task. Because he had his idea was fantastic, and the ingredients that he was using, it's just like I said with the buttercream, he just lost it, and he had to. He, that wasn't to the very end; he couldn't really get the buttercream prepared. Yeah, I think I think nerves played a big part in the first week. I always think this is about the first week. I always think it's a shame because you see it later on in the Bake Off as well, because you've seen everybody in it for at least you know two or three weeks. Yeah. Because the people who go out like in the, in the first, second, and third weeks tend to be people who just have a nightmare, like. They might do bread week, and they're not, they're not very good at bread. They might do, I don't know, uh, uh, like they're doing next week, they might do, you know, really delicate pastry week, and they just don't have it. But they can. It's, cook- yeah, it's cookies yeah. next week, isn't it? Biscuits. Uh, it's a macarons and stuff like that, isn't it? So, and that yeah. should be quite cool. And they're difficult to do, I've heard. I've never tried myself. Um, but it's you, you find that as you get further into it, I also think it's a shame because you think it's a shame because he could have been like the best bread maker they had in the tent, but because he's formed at the first hurdle, literally. But that's the nature of it, really. And I think, uh, oh, well, spoilers, he's the one who went out. Uh, Will was uh, the one who was let go. We won't spoil who the star baker was. And I was thinking right at the start as well, 
like Yanis is my dark horse. And I yeah. thought Sandro as well. And this was really early. This was literally I still making the sandwich cakes. So I was thinking, and I wrote it down, like I wonder what Luke's were. Like, you know, when you're watching that first, uh, the first bake with the sandwich cakes, while oh, you're yeah. figuring out what the sandwich cakes were, did you have, were you thinking about, <laughs> were you thinking about um, like who your favourite would be or who you thought would be pretty good? To be honest, my two dark horses, I've got two. two I've got two horses in this race. are Carol and Dawn. For, for me, I feel like, I've already spoke about Carol, but I feel like in terms of Dawn, right, she Which feels like she, Dawn was the old, older lady. She had glasses, short hair, like a pixie cut. Oh, God, was she, was she? Oh, I tried not do to you get want, into this. Do you the, she, she wore the jumper. Was she Boris Johnson's campaigning something? Yeah, that, that's oh. the one. She she was Boris. And then Matt Lucas made a joke of, like, if you take uh, Dawn's hair and pull it onto Matt, he looks like Boris Johnson. Which we won't get into that. We won't get into the politics side. But I feel like Dawn knows more than what she's letting on. I feel like she's like a master baker, but she's slowly like keeping it quiet. Like I've been baking for years, but you know, I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything. Like I'm a cup half empty sort of person. Yeah. Well, they do go through. Pre- 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 geez, I can't say it. They do go through preliminaries, don't they? Before they get yeah. to this point. Uh, God, try put my teeth back in. Um, so they they definitely um, they definitely you know they don't just it's like the X Factor and stuff like that. They don't just get in. Or Britain's Got Talent slash America's Got Talent. They don't just the auditions aren't the first auditions type thing. So they clearly yeah, they have do the their standard day first. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like like Dawn Dawn is my sort of dark horse because I feel like she knows more than she lets on. Carol is the creative one. I feel like Carol's going to do some mad, cr- crazy, wacky sort of designs in the next coming sort of seasons. Hopefully, fingers crossed. If I had to put money on it, it's between Dawn and Carol for me. Who thinks going to win? Um, but it's early days at the moment. We'll see what happens next week. And we found out that like the cakes are pretty good. Um, James yeah. needs to refine his his kind of his technique. Um, and I, I I wrote down as well. And I think this every time I watch Bake of every series. Why do people still use rose water, Luke? Like why? It's so overpowering. Like there's only one other thing apart from booze that just destroys your bake on mass, like in one fell swoop. And it's rose water. Like, and every time people use it, they're always like, oh, I know it could be slightly overpowering, but I always watch how much I put in. And then, and then they knock it up and you think, have you never watched Bake Off before? Even if you only put a dash in, it's a dash too much. You would have been better off putting none in at all. And it'd be, like, it'd be as it is than to potentially ruin it by putting just a little bit more than you need to. So unless the bake needs rose water, I would, me personally, I'd stay away from it. Because, like I said, this has been going on for 13 seasons, 13 years. You know, you think people would learn by now. Oh, you know what? I'll stay away from rose water because that's what's made a lot of people fail. Yeah, but people, but, you know... Sorry, go on. Sorry. I was just going to say that that's just the way it is. You know, that's the nature of the game. People feel like, oh, well, I know what I'm doing. So, But for us as the viewers, it's fantastic because we just get to watch it burn. And for me, I'm, I, I just like to watch them fail sometimes. I'm yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody watches. Like I said, you watch it to like, who's going to be the rubbish one? Who's going to be yeah. the one that cooks really well, but it looks rubbish? On the other hand, who's going to do something that's really good? And then, you know, like there was a few bits later on where they were doing it. And I thought, that looks like rubber. That looks awful. Um, and then I thought, oh, I wonder what Luke sounds like when he says the word rubber. Go on, Luke. What do you Rubber. Mean? Yeah, there you Rubber. Go. Beautiful. Yeah. Listen to that. Um, Listen to that, America. That doesn't that just tickle your earlobes. Uh, uh, I, I, could, I could do it again in a more sensual um, <laughs> ASMR if you want. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, rubber. 
Yeah, okay. I didn't mean it in that. I, oh God, rubbers are something different in America, aren't they? It is. I, it is. It's. It's oh, a. Uh, I, I, well, it's, I it's, it's, it's the sheath. Yeah, I genuinely didn't. I genuinely didn't realize when I. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a genuinely didn't realize what I'd done there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you get all the puns here, guys. Yeah, yeah, far much, much, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so oh yeah, the chili pays off for Abdul as well. To be fair to him. Well, look, as I mentioned, like chili's always been in chocolate, so they do go together well. Um, and like I said, I was a bit, I was a bit on the fence at the at the time, but like I said, it because it paid off for him, and even uh, Paul said himself, like it, the spice wasn't like it wasn't noticeable, like it was there, but it wasn't like in your face. It was just like a central background sort of flavor, mixing with all the rest. Yeah. Which is what you want, which is what you want to get out of rose water. But as we say, rose water is so strong, it just overpowers everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rebs, yeah, his tastes were his tastes were all over the place. Um, actually, I think I think Rebs is a girl. Looking at the photo. Ah, uh, is it? Yeah, it's all right. All right oh, wait, I know wait, what wait. you meant. Hang on, cut take two. And this is what we were talking about before, where. You all like you know it can look. I would prefer. We all we all would. We'd all rather have a cake that you know had been dropped on you know on the on a clean floor and been picked up that tastes beautiful. Then we would have something that looks magnificent, but ultimately tastes like crap because you're not going to want to eat it. Are you? You're just like oh, I'll leave that there. Yeah. Like one of my favorite quotes, and I use this a lot in my own in my own show, is uh, whenever I'm explaining something that is looks good but is internally shocking I, I always use it's a sponge cake with no flavor or no filling and that's basically what what it is what she was doing was she made it they look beautiful on the outside look delicious but because she kept trying to add so many things yeah. there was no flavor once you bit into it, it there was nothing it was just bland um and i feel like even me like i like to experiment with my food like i try to put new things in if it doesn't work but i feel like when you're in bake-off it's all well being experimental, but make sure that the, the flavors go with each other. Otherwise, yeah. each one's going to overpower the other. And it's just poor Hollywood's not going to give you a handshake. And no, that's what you want. Yeah. It's a hard line to tread, though, because you try to stand out and do something really nice. Um, but, at the same, uh, uh, but at the same time, you sometimes think, well, just do it simple. But then sometimes people do it simple. Uh, like I think didn't somebody do oh, it might be later on in one of the other bakes they did about they did like strawberries and cream and the taste didn't know like I'm not overwhelmed yeah so that, that's the kind of line that you try to always um, always tread you know you want to be a bit different and you want it to work but sometimes it you know comes against you it, it's a it's difficult to think about really um, I thought yeah Will had a nightmare I've literally mm. written down terrible looking and crap flavours uh, in that original challenge and uh, Yanis's looked beautiful to be fair uh, and Will I thought he, he, I thought at the end of that first challenge I thought you need to pull it back big time yeah I think like I said the issue with Will he just panicked and uh, he, he got over encumbered and it was just one of them things of like I've just got to get something out I've just got to have something presentable it doesn't matter what it looks like I've just got to have something and again I just felt sorry for, so sorry for Will because I liked him because he was quirky he was bubbly like he, he, you could tell he just happy to be there Um but I think the whole weight of the competition just got on top of his head and he just lost all his composure. Yeah. Kind of remind me of, did, do you ever watch the celebrity ones? Uh, the, the stand, the every stand now and again. Cancel. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched those ones, yeah. yeah. One of my favourite ones. And it kind of, he kind of reminded me, not as bad, but he kind of reminded me a bit of Jack, when James A. Caster did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
when Jan Kai says he was like, uh, so I made it, had a breakdown, voila. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah. that's what reminded me of Will. It was like he had a bit of a breakdown. This is the end result. You yeah. know, Prob- so I, I, I felt sorry for him. Yeah. Problem is, though, like, doesn't matter how nice someone is, there's no place on Bake Off. And this is where the ruthless side of Bake Off comes in, right? There's no room for passengers on Bake Off, is there, Luke? No. You, you have to be, like, you kind of have to be doggy-doggy. You don't want to be, but you, that's the kind of what it's like. You have to be better than the next person. Kind of have to be what? Better. better. You know, you've got to be better oh, than the say, next what person. What did you say? Was it dog-eat-dog, dog, did you say? Yeah, dog-eat-dog. Oh, is that a Midlands act? Is that a Midlands No, say? no, you no, don't... no. I thought you'd said something else. I was like, just, never mind. I'll, when I listen back, I'll be I thought you said doggy-doggy. I was thinking, what? what, what? What's that? Never mind. Just... Oh, no, it's, it's, it's how I pronounce it. It was dog-eat-dog. Oh. Dog. I forgot <laughs> to put the eat in. <laughs> I was just checking. I thought I was thinking this. What what does that mean? Um yeah, and then um we move on to the to the sorry, did you have any thoughts about the the, the first challenge? I, I know I've talked about it in that bit. No, no, no. I think overall the first challenge, like we got it wrong when we did our first initial one. We said there was only two. It turns out there's actually three challenges overall. You've oh, we got thought your main were three, one. but we couldn't think of it. We couldn't think you know, of it, could we? You've got your practice now, then you've got your um then you, then your mystery, technical. your mystery, then your technical, mystery, and yeah. then the signature at the end, yeah, mystery, technical, yeah, 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 mystery, technical, but signature, yeah. As for this one, I quite liked it. I thought it was quite interesting. Like, it was a task that allowed, kind of, for the first sort of episode, yeah, to see the, the different varieties, different ranges, yeah. like to see who was the quirky guy, who was the particular guy, the really accurate sort yeah. of person. So I feel as a good challenge, it's a good starting bench to get you to know each character individually. Yeah. Um, and I thought, and a lot, many of them, like I said, Carol and Dawn, uh, William, uh, Jas, uh, J- Janice, um, was it? Um, it's not Janice, it's Janice, ja- Jan- it? Janice, yeah, Janice, Janice, yeah. sorry, um. It's my dyslexia. Um, right. I, I would just read that as Janice. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right. Um, but yeah, I feel like, again, the, these guys stood out and thought the rest of them, we don't know yet. They, they haven't got, yeah. had a time to shine. So yeah. as the seasons go on, I think we'll see them. But for the first um, task, I think yeah. it went really, really well. Yeah. For some of them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it separates the way from the chaff, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if that translates. Basically, it, it sorts out who's going to make it and who isn't really because it's a, it's a like Paul Hollywood said it's a simp it seems quite simple two bits of cake put some in the middle 12 identical done it's not like me and Lou could knock that up but it's about yeah. how well you combine your flavors now listen to me as if I know what I'm talking about you know what I mean so after that was the first the, that's the first part of it first 20 minutes or so then the technical challenge a gingham veiled technical challenge gingham is like patchwork usually red and white just a cloth, yeah. You tell whatever Americans call it. Uh, the reason why I keep pandering to the Americans, even though my slogan is no pandering, is because they're my biggest audience. So I've got to kind of explain it sometimes. I take enough shots at them, and they take it really well. So you've got, you know, you've got to explain sometimes. And I, I was a bit disappointed by the uh, the technical challenge because I I can't stand red velvet cake, cream cheese filling is just my idea of hell. Hell, I'll be honest, I tell the hell. Vinegar. Yeah, I, but things I don't think I've actually ever had a red velvet cake. Like no, I've been to places no. where they give it out, but I don't know what it's about. Just pure crimson puts me off. No, cream cheese icing. No, no. I, um, I didn't. I didn't even know it had vinegar in it. Like one of the contestants even asked, like, "Why would you put vinegar in a cake?" Well, yeah. And I was asking the same question. I'm like, "Well, yeah. Why would oh, you put vinegar no. in a cake?" No, it's not. Like, my who, thing. who? Who was? Who was the mad geezer? Right to to 
think of this being like, oh, I know what I've got in the cupboard. Vinegar, that will work. Put that in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go to your house anymore because <laughs> you're trying to poison it. <laughs> Back away it's... from the counter. I will bake cookies instead. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's about trying to give it kind of a sharpness, isn't it? As far as as far as the experiment in the show. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, uh, although I did think I'm a proper picky sod and it's surprising that I'm watching a baking show and reviewing one. But um, yeah. t- to be fair, I mean, because my notes, they're not as, I took a lot more notes in the first half than the second. And I thought, you know, Will doesn't do well again. Um, yeah. And I thought he, I, I put he's going. But I also thought Rebs was in trouble as well. I thought she, she did poorly. I think the pressure got to her as well. And, um, and then, uh, uh, Beer, I thought you little dark horse. Like she, she was, she came out of nowhere in that red velvet. Like Paul Hollywood said, oh, it was better than it was better than mine. But then didn't I give know. a handshake. I was like, oh, Paul, play fair, man. <laughs> oh, for anyone listening, Paul, Paul Hollywood's handshake is like the seal of approval. It really is. Try to think like if, of... if, he, if he shakes your hand, you know you've done well. Yeah, basically. You, yeah, it's like the gold standard, if you will. It's like the head teacher's award. Um, <laughs> um, I think one thing I notice about this seat, I know we're only on the first episode, but I had a feeling we might see this happen, and I was right. Even though that we had, um, uh, how can I explain? Even though we, even over lockdown 2020, 2021, Bake Off was still on, I feel like these contestants had all of Bake Off, all of lockdown to learn how to bake and to perfect their craft. Because as we know, during lockdown, a lot of people spend a lot of time learning how to do banana bread and all that. So I feel like these guys have honed in their skills and been watching Bake Off and watching reruns and have had the time, no work and that to actually focus on uh, baking. So it took, um, what the reason I say that is because when we watched this first episode, everybody just looked, apart from Will, sad, sadly, poor Will. Um, but apart from Will, um, everybody knew what they were doing. Everybody just got on with it. There was no like panicking. There was no sort of like, oh, what do we do? How do I make that? It was like, oh, I know how to make buttercream. I know how to make a red velvet cake. I've made many, you know? So I feel like as the se- as the season goes on and then potentially more seasons as the years go on, hopefully, fingers crossed, they make more. Um, we will see a lot more people coming out of lockdown, coming out of the pandemic, who just know how to do these things. Because as the, the prior years, there have been people who are just, I do it when I have time off work or when I'm not looking after the kids. Nowadays, it's a very more sort of in tune. And I feel like that is going to make for a bit more um, interest when we get to the technical challenges and when we get to the signatures because people have, have had the time to hone in their craft. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Sorry, yeah. I went a bit of a tangent no, no. there. No, I thought what you were going to say was, I thought your point was going to be at the end was, although it's a good point, I thought your point was going to be because people have had so much time to practice, that Paul Hollywood's going to give out his shake, a lot, going to give out his handshake. Sorry, well, uh, a that, lot less that as well. You know, that, hopefully few, that would happen. Yeah, the last few series, he's been giving out more and more handshakes, and you've been thinking like you don't want it to lose its power. Like, don't be yeah. giving a handshake out to everyone. Like, be selective and only give them out when they are spot on. And I don't know if he's ever given one out on week one. I, I think he's only done it once or twice. Um, mm. But it was interesting. But, you know, that it's it's something to think about. There's lots to think about. It's not just a baking show, this. It's something to think about, people. Um, uh, and the, so the, the last the last challenge, the signature bake, is was the home cake bake. So basically, you got to bake your, your home in a cake. Exactly what this is in the tin, pretty much. 
Um, that sounds so stupid to say. Um, and I thought, <laughs> I don't know about you, but when they were making like the houses, and oh, a few of them did like my childhood home and my home back in Poland and my home back in uh, other places. Um, I thought there's going to, a lot of them did where they live now, like flats and stuff. I thought there's going to be a lot of home burglaries during this episode. They're going to be looking at it. I think, oh yeah, we'll go. Uh, <laughs> we'll go see if they're in. Um, and Will, again, I don't know what you thought, but I mean, the bit where he said, oh, I'm going to make this chocolate cake, and sometimes this can make it quite dry, but that's what I'm making, a dry chocolate cake. I thought, why? I thought, you off your head. Why would you make a dry chocolate cake? Like, you're already under the cosh. You've got to, like, th- that was this is your last chance to save yourself from going out. Because it was really, it was between him and Rebs. You know, yeah. if she'd have had a bad one, she'd have had a bad one on this home cake bake. She was gone. I think it'd have overtaken him because she was kind of there, thereabouts. And I was thinking, just go safe, just play it a bit safe. And he, and he, he just overload. This is another thing bakers do it. Sorry, I'm going on a bit, Luke, but they overload yeah, themselves. He needed to do something simple, effective, get the flavors right, make it decoratively look beautiful. It doesn't, you know, don't. And then he was trying to do different bits of this and icing for this and make a car. And I was like, no, you're doing too much. I know it's a signature and it's supposed to be impressive. This is Bake Off after all. Yeah. I thought, mate, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Just calm it down. Be a little bit, you know, simple but effective. Get the flavours right. Get the get the cake, get the bake right. And, you know, don't... And he, he tried to do too much. And I thought, nah, you've, you know, you've stuffed it. I don't know what you felt. I mean... I I, I completely agree. I think it's, a, it's the same point of what we made at the beginning was the fact of, I think he realised that he, I don't want to swear, but he messed it up so much in the beginning and in the middle that in his mind, he knew that if I don't pull this off, if I don't do something spectacular, <laughs> I'm going home. Sorry. You know, I know. Sorry. I no, it's, it's not. To be fair. Um, yeah. I, I, about the swearing. I, I didn't think about it. It doesn't feel right to swear on a bake episode. Cause it's so, it's so like lighthearted and, and, and like classically British. It doesn't feel right to swear. Does it? But no, sorry. No, but, it doesn't. But, no, but, but basically, I, I feel like he he knew that he was going home, so he had to go big or go home, you know. But again, as you said, yeah, but he just he sealed his fate. In my eye, he sealed his fate. Yeah. I well, mean, no, it's, happened, it's happened a few times though, in, in prior seasons where people have done really bad in the first two challenges, but really pulled it back and was able to, you know, stay on another week because they did a, such a good, you know, final signature bake. Yeah, but, Luke, but I feel like we, 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 sorry. No, no. Then, then he, then he messed up the. Uh, I'd agree with you, but he messed up. He messed up the bloody buttercream again. He split no, his buttercream. And I thought, oh, God, we'll learn to make buttercream for the love of God. Just please, like... The, what, the one thing I do want to mention for anybody who's not a hardcore sort of Bake Off fan, they do get taught how to make these certain things before they do the episode. They do get time oh, to practice. practice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't just come with this stuff off the hall. Off they the don't just come with it. Like, they do get to practice to do how to do buttercream. Like, they kind of get taught how to do it before they go on live TV. But Luke, it just it's makes only, me think... Luke, like, I've made buttercream. Granted, I've split it, so I'm a bit of a hypocrite. But it's sugar and butter and cream it. But that, and that's I, my I, point. I, I did it by hand, Luke. I did it by hand. It. Yeah, you're taught how to do it by professional. Before the live event, you would think, hold on, I messed up the first time. I'm going to pay attention the next time I'm told how to make it. Yeah, they're not you the same, I mean? they're not the same he, day he, either. He had a chance to go practice it on the night. They're not the same exactly. day. Exactly. Or practice it in his hotel room or wherever they go. I'm like, I messed up on the buttercream. Like, I need to know how to make. I'd be on Google. I'd be online. I'd be like, how do you make it, Gordon Ramsay? Google, it's 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 flipping icing and 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 butter. If I'm not mistaken, that's 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 it for buttercream, isn't it? That's it. Buttercream for people who don't know. It's what you put in fairy cakes, isn't it? That's all it yeah. is. 
it's a filling. You know, it's, an absolute, it. it's the most simple filling. It's not like caramel or caramel. No. If it was caramel, right, I'd be like, all right, mate, yeah, that's hard. You can burn it or marshmallow or whatever, but but not not buttercream. My, my sympathy at that point, well, was massively on the wane. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. Oh, and speaking of which, the old oh, just as I was getting a bit kind of like a bit jaded, you know me. I was thinking, oh, the old oh no, I forgot to put the oven on. I thought there's always one. There's always one if we get to put the oven on. And they're like, oh, no, the oven's been off for 40 minutes. I'm like, what? You didn't check your oven for 40 minutes. Like, if I put something in the oven, and it's a gas oven, granted, but I'm always checking to make sure the gas hasn't gone out, you know, the pilot light hasn't gone out, the gas hasn't gone out, you know, does it need moving down a drawer? Does it need moving up a drawer? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, 40 well, minutes. It's, it's, 40 it's, minutes. It's not of even that. You know, you're on a baking show. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> You're going to be baking, sure. You're baking that your oven's on, that you, you want to keep an eye on your oven, that, you know, that wherever you're cooking is raised properly or hasn't so- sagged or whatever. You're not going to sit there and go, well, that's my job done. The oven can do well, the yeah. rest. Like, well, no, yeah, but you preheat you, your oven as well. You preheat your oven, yeah. don't you? Especially with you kids. You sit and you watch it. Yeah. It's, oh. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people. I don't put them. Like, I don't put a thermometer in there or anything. But oh, no, no. I preheat, I, preheat the I, oven. I preheat like, them. You, yeah, before. of course you do. Because you get it up to temperature and. What are you doing? Like, what were you? Like, this is what I mean. Like, but but Paul Hollywood be even more critical than I am. I've, you know, just forty minutes. What you didn't check once in forty? That's like that's two thirds of an hour, and you didn't check. Like, come on, that that's sloppy. But he got away yeah. with it. He, luckily, he got away with it. Um, it's like they, they they all the contestants every year make the joke of I'm not going to be one of these people who sits on the floor and watches their stuff bake, but I don't care. I would be. Because I'm on a competition to make sure, to prove that I am a good baker. And a good baker checks their bakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know. Yeah, that's it. You can't say any better than that, I don't think. You, yeah, exactly. A good baker. You watch, I mean, and also another thing, and I think it's got to be said, right? As I'm about your oven, Luke, right? But the oven I've got, it's a metal door. You can't see through yeah. the glass. And I think the majority of people who have ovens have a metal oven. In England, I, yeah. presume, I reckon the people well, I know have metal ovens, metal door ovens. But even so, like even if it wasn't see through, I'd still be checking mine. Because yeah. if you're baking, that's just what you do. No matter what you're baking, if it be a biscuit or it be a huge cake, you're always checking it because just to make sure it's rised properly and it's ready to come out. Because if you take it out like a few minutes too soon or too late, it's either sagged or it's yeah. burnt. Unless know? it's a brownie, so, you can get away with it with a brownie because you want it to be a what, bit. Fudgy, well, exactly. exactly. So the more overcooked it is, a bit, you know, the, yeah. you know, you get the crispiness, the better, especially if you yeah. have a custard with it. But that's a good, like, that's a good freedom. Even then, you'd still check it. I but know, I, I don't know. I'm people in America, yeah, people in America who don't really watch Bake Off, who's, who've just jumped onto this, are going to be really confused. Like, this is the kind of debate that British people have about the baking and Bake Off. Is like, we take it seriously. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll like, listen back to this. It's like, a yeah. thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be listening back in the edit thinking, Sean, you're getting really, like, passionate. You know, you get really passionate. It's, it's a baking show, chilli beans. But, you know, this is the thing. If, if you didn't get passionate about it, like, why would you... Obsessed yeah. with, with beans as well. You'll find this out about the English as well. Uh, we're obsessed with beans. Um, mm. And yeah, yeah. And then, oh God, that to be Carol's one of your dark horses, isn't she? Yeah, Carol right, and yeah. Dawn. Um, I did say Carol's decoration was lovely, really yes. was. Uh, and then you get Maxie. So Maxie, Maxie's a he, isn't he? Or is she? Oh, she with the dreadlocks. I really need to. Oh God, I really need to write down if they're a he or is she. Anyway. Um, I will send you my picture. I have a picture of all of their faces. 
Actually, no, thank you very much. So, Maxi, um, messy, you know, but lovely flavours. This is what you can you can save yourself. A bit like Laura a few, a few series ago. You can save yourself yeah. if you're a bit messy, but it tastes beautiful, as opposed to, you know, this beautiful cottage where you cut into it and, the, and you know, the uh, the cake's like rubber. Um, yeah, a, a sponge cake with no flavour. Yeah. It basically it looks pretty on the outside, but nothing on the yeah. inside. And then you had the lady who was obsessed with matcha and... Uh, Whoever it was, like I, I'm getting the genders wrong. Clearly, um, doesn't matter. Um, I thought just sort out your flavors and ditch the bloody matcha. Get rid of it if it doesn't need to be in there. Get rid of it. Like I get people have these flavors that they like. I do. I I, I quite like banana. Um, I don't mind putting you know doing something and putting a bit of coconut in it. Like I'm not a massive coconut yeah. lover. I'm not a big coconut lover. I'm not. But I think sometimes if you put it behind. You know, if you put it in a brownie, but only a little bit, or a cake, it like lifts it a little bit because it gives it a bit more depth. You know, you can kind of taste there's something there that makes it quite fresh, but it's not like eating a bounty where it's like, whoa, like it blows your head off. Um, oh, I love a bounty. Do you really? Oh, you must be in there. Yeah, no, I'm not not really. I can eat them now. You know, like when you used to be a kid, and they're like, yeah, you yeah. Must, like, they're in the bottom of the celebration, and you're like, oh, Dad, the bounties are there, and Dad eats the bounties because no one else wants to. Um and the Snickers. I'm not a big fan of nuts, to be fair. Oh, I um, love the Snickers. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then Mia as well. Um, oh, sorry, not Mia. <laughs> sorry, it's my autocorrect. It's meant to say misstep from Sandro. Sorry, not Mia step. Uh, <laughs> misstep from Sandro. Too much booze. We talked about this earlier, didn't we? So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we've got Yanis. Uh, Yanis wins Starbaker. Absolutely. Smashed I had it. a feeling he would do. He oh, did. He yeah. smashed it all the way through. Every single uh, challenge, he just smashed it. Yeah. and I, But I, I also think, apart from that little misstep from Sandro, I think Sandro is the dark horse as well, because I think he's so cool and calm and collected. Now, he might come unstuck now. I'm looking forward to seeing this. Is he going to hit a week where he, he's like, oh, my God, I've never made this before. I've never done this before. You know, might it be next week with macarons? Who knows? I think it will. I think, I think, think. biscuit week. Is really going to like, like split people down the middle because one thing that I've noticed with watching Bake Off all these years is that a lot of people bake, but they don't bake biscuits and cookies and stuff like that. Most people stick to the cakes. Yeah. So for like for a lot of people, this will split, and so we'll 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 see who, who uh, knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I think I think another person to watch for this one is um, Sabria, Sabria, mm-hmm. Sabria. Surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think she will it, yeah. just she would do something like monumentally crazy, but incredibly delicious. And if she doesn't get a handshake off Paul, I don't know what will. Because like she like like what I love is like the first ever challenge. She made sweets. Nowhere on the challenge did it say you had no, to make sweets, yeah. but she did, and they were gorgeous. Yeah. And she right? pulled so it she, off, and she did it in yeah. time, and she wasn't rushing. That's the thing. It's the fact of she didn't rush it. She took her time. She knew what she was doing, and she had enough time left over to make. Um, authentic Malaysian sweets like that's that is a dark horse if, if I've never seen it. and I look forward to seeing what she does next you know um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to her but like I said I'm sticking to my guns at the moment Car- uh, Carol my mad crazy bagpuss lady and Dawn my my pink jumper wearing glass um, I'm ready for them yeah. for them to bl- uh, if they go in, I'm going to be sad if like Dawn or Carol goes like in the next week or two my thought they didn't they never seemed in danger Neither of them. No, they, they, they never mean, they panicked. Like they just no. made it. You know, they no. just got on, and that's what I loved. I mean, they didn't set the world alight, but they didn't. 
but they also they weren't towards the bottom. They didn't make any big mistakes. But this is what I also love about Bake Off, just going forward in, in the, the episodes, is the people who before were kind of middle of the pack. You know, it's safe, but, you know, they're not going to win it, but they're not, you know, kind of like, they're not going to win the league, but they're not going to get relegated. They're, they're, they're doing all right, but, you know, they, all like of a sudden they're towards the bottom because all the ones below them have gone, so it's like they need to pull the boots up, so I look forward yeah. to that. Yeah. I think, to be honest, I think so far in this first episode, the women have mostly pulled it off more than the men. Um I don't like know. Kevin, I thought Yanis. Like, oh no, 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 as a whole, as a whole, yeah, yeah, absolutely. as a whole, like like Yanis was good. Kevin, I don't really remember much of Kevin. Abdul, same. I remember he had one issue. Uh, uh, I think it was his first or second challenge. James, again, he messed up first challenge. So Sandro, again, alcohol messed up. And obviously, William ended up leave, uh, got kicked out first. But I feel like overall, the women did a really good job so far, apart from Rebs. But even so, she still did a good job. Maxie did a decent job. Dawn and Carol Gray. Um, Maisam, again, didn't see much of her. But, you know, I think she's an interesting one to watch. So, so far, see episode one, it's uh, ladies are winning. Um, yeah, uh, let's see if they pull it ahead. Because it's been a while since we've had uh, a women, uh, two women, uh, or even a woman team. I think uh, last year, I think it was a woman team and one guy. What, what in the final so, three? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was two guys. I thought it was Peter, the other bloke, and then wasn't it Laura? I thought it wasn't that last three. I last think year? so. I mean, if that if that's the way you look at Bakehoff, then yeah. But I mean, I, I didn't notice. To be fair, um, I I do think the strongest standout ones are Yanis. I thought, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought, uh, Siberia. I thought she looked good, but I did think that, um, oh, what's this? Sandra looked good. To be fair, um. Mm. But to me, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I couldn't care less who, win, who wins it. It's got that's the thing about baking. Doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. You 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 need to you need to bring out a good bake because it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter at all, like who you are or where you're from. But if you put out a bad bake, Paul Hollywood's gonna let you go. Um, yeah, it's not like see they don't they don't do. I mean, I would argue that I don't think a bake off does like a lot of other shows do, where they keep somebody in. As kind of a crowd pleaser, I don't think they do that. You know, they might keep somebody in who, like, kind of the finish isn't there, but it always tastes beautiful because at the end of the day, it is a bake off. It's not a presentation off. So you know, your presentation, but it's inedible. It's not going to win over someone who looks a bit of a mess, but it tastes beautiful. The the taste is always going to going to trump the the look really. So I don't think they they're biased in that way. I think they are pretty ruthless. And also, yeah. I we'll see as as we go forward. But a lot of the time, it's pretty obvious that the bottom two are. And then occasionally they're yeah. like the bottom three or four, but usually it's pretty cut and dry who's going to go. Um, especially like oh, one of these two will go, and pretty fair. So I think I think we'll see. I think we'll see. Um, but yeah, good episode. Good episode. Uh, yeah, overall, uh, pretty good. Pulled me in. Had me interested. Had me hooked. Had me uh, salivating at the mouth. Uh, that's a big word. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say it from the mouth. You could have just said salivating, and we didn't know what you meant. I don't think you salivate yeah. anywhere else. Well, that's a different podcast. Well, no, just, just, no, just, to, just to clear what I mean, because salivating... Oh, God. Why am I explaining this? Because sal, no, salivating salivate is from your mouth. You, you don't salivate yeah. anywhere else. I'm sure you don't. I hope not. Answers on a postcard. Uh, hey, that's God, that's an old... Uh, people won't get that either. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the end of my notes. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. 
So, I did. I did too. I found it quite interesting. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to, for my dark horses. What comes next in Biscuit Week? Um, it's a shame again we have to wait another week to find out what happens. But I love my biscuits, so I'm going to be. I'm going to be quite sort of. Um, I'm going to be a stickler. I'm going to be on the fence of making sure really, like people stick to. What's the word I'm looking for? There's a word I'm looking for. I'm going to be very sort of the um, brief. No, not the brief. Um, um, Ah, oh, there's a, there's a word admonishing. No, I don't know what you're. Um... No, no, it's close. It's basically I'm I'm going to pay attention a lot more to what people are critical. doing. Critical, yeah, critical. Yeah, critical. Oh, okay, so critical the tables because yeah. yeah, yeah, tables are turned when it comes yeah, to biscuits. Because yeah. like I said, that splits that the table of who can bake and who can't. Yeah, like see, I said, I'm most people just exactly. Most people are one or the other. Or they focus so much on cat. Yeah. They always focus too much on cakes and they don't focus enough on, on biscuits and cookies and stuff, that sort of thing. So I look forward to seeing who gets split down the middle, who's the strong one, who's the weak one. Um, and also, like I said, I'm a big fan of cookies and baking biscuits and stuff like that. So I'm going to be very critical mm -hmm. to see who makes mistakes and who doesn't. So next week's going to be an interesting one for me. Um, yeah, especially when it comes to macaroons. I've never made a macaroon because they're incredibly difficult. But it's going to be interesting to see if that one comes up, because it usually does. I was going to say, uh, yeah, Macron. I, was th I keep thinking of the French president, Macron. Doesn't my bloody head in. Um, if you know when you milk. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for, uh, yeah, the first time I've ever co-hosted. I think that went quite well. Hopefully I've kept my gob shut enough to let you talk. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's, I think we did quite well so far. Yeah, I hope so. But uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. Um episode one well episode one of the bake-off technically episode two of uh, soggy bottoms but i've i've enjoyed it and uh we shall catch you again next week after bake-off's on any americans listening netflix is showing it i'm not sure in terms of when they're showing it um but i'm sure you'll be able to see it at the back end of the week barbara carfrey is out there um oh go catch up some of the old episodes they are great to watch enjoyable uh yeah thanks to everyone for listening and cheers luke Oh, you're very welcome. It's been a pleasure and I can't wait for next week. Neither can I. It's going to be good fun. It's going to be fun. Cheers, guys.